Yes, guys, welcome to a brand new podcast. I'm your host, Conan, and today we're going to be talking about how you can balance work, life, and fitness with some simple and easy to follow time management hacks. So let's get into it. Yes, guys, welcome to today's presentation where I'm going to be talking about how you can balance work, life, and fitness and all together give you some time management hacks. So before we dive into today's topic, a quick little introduction about what we're going to be talking about. So first things first, I'm going to give you some specific time management techniques for scheduling workouts and meal prep. I'm going to be talking about the concept of prioritization, which a lot of people actually do get wrong. I hear a lot of people use this term like, oh, I'm prioritizing this, I'm prioritizing that. But then I look at their day-to-day schedule and you're clearly not prioritizing it. So I'll talk about what the definition of that is and also how you can actually start prioritizing your stuff. Thirdly, I'm going to be talking about some practical tips for maximizing your productivity in both work and fitness pursuits. And last thing here, a quick little bonus tip is some advice on setting some boundaries to create space for self-care. This is something I personally struggle with a lot and day to day I'm doing a better job at just taking more care of like my self-care routine. So without any further ado, let's jump straight into it. So time management, it is absolutely crucial for fitting in workouts and meal prep within a busy schedule. Without proper time management skills, it's going to be hard, especially as a busy person working a nine to five or just being busy with works related stuff to fit your health and fitness goals into that, right? So here are some techniques that are effective that you can start using right away. So first things first is time blocking. I want you guys to allocate specific time slots in your calendar for workouts and meal prep. Treat these as non-negotiable appointments. The same way you view your meetings as non-negotiable, the same way you view clocking in at work on time as non-negotiable, I want you guys to view your workouts and preparing your meals ahead of time as non-negotiable as well. Because if you do not write it down somewhere on your to-do list or on your calendar, the chances of you following through on that and actually doing the thing it's going to be very slim, right? So make sure whatever you do to kind of like stay on top of things, whether it's running it down on like an actual physical piece of paper with pen and paper or on like your Google calendar, whatever it may be, write it down just so you do not forget. This is especially important as you're starting out on this fitness journey because developing any type of habit will be difficult to start with. So you want to give yourself as much or as many tools and as many advantages as you can to make it easier on yourself, right? Over time, it'll start to become part of your day-to-day routine and it'll feel weird for you not to work out. It'll feel weird for you not to prep your meals ahead of time or eat healthy. But to start, guys, it is really important to allocate specific time slots in your calendar to do those things. Secondly is to prioritize high impact activities. So I need you guys to identify the most important tasks related to fitness and allocate time to them first. This could include workouts, meal planning, and grocery shopping. There's this great quote that I saw somewhere online a couple of days ago, which basically states that find 20% of the effort that is required to get 80% of the results. Third thing here is batch cooking. This is an absolute game changer. I've been doing this for years now, and it saves me so much time, especially throughout the week. So I want you guys to dedicate a few hours on a specific day. Usually this is like a Sunday to prepare multiple meals in advance to save some time during the week. So what I like to do, and of course, there's no right or wrong way to do things. What I personally like to do and what's fits but what fits best in my schedule is that I'll batch cook all my rice for the week. I'll batch cook all my proteins, so my chicken breast and beef. I'll have that all ready for me, singing in the fridge all throughout the week. And now if you wanna take it another step further is that you can actually portion out these foods, the rice and chicken into individual Tupperware containers so you can grab it with you on the go when you're off to work or running some errands or gonna be driving around, whatever it may be. So that's like the next level 
to really give yourselves no excuses not to hit your daily calories and macros and actually make sure that you're eating the foods required to help you reach your fitness goal, right? However, if you're working at home like I do, or you just have a bit more flexibility or just don't want to portion out your meals ahead of time, that's totally cool as well. Just make sure that you have some of the stuff bash cooked in your fridge so that when you are ready to eat, grab it from the fridge and then portion out however much you want or need from that. So whether it's 200 grams of rice with 100 grams of cooked beef or 200 grams of rice with 100 grams of cooked chicken breast, whatever it is, however much you need of each ingredients or of each food, just portion it out accordingly. So this is an absolute game changer because instead of you having to like cook fresh chicken breast every single week or cook fresh ground beef or fish or cook an entire pot of rice every single day, which trust me, takes a lot of time and it's a big hassle, especially like if you're working and on the go and you're just so limited on time, meal prep is going to be your best friend. So please take one day out of the week, whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday, just to do all of this stuff. You will thank yourself for this. You'll save so much time during the week. Plus you'll save so much money as well from like having to eat out either at fast food restaurants or during your lunch break at actual restaurants. It'll save so much time. You get to crush your fitness goals. So it's like a win-win situation. It should be a non-negotiable. Another thing here, as you are getting into the habit of living a healthier, more active lifestyle, is set alarms or reminders. Use alarms or notifications on your phone or computer to remind you of scheduled workouts or meal times. This is especially important, like I just said, as you are starting out with this, because we often tend to forget when we should do certain things, whether it's working out, especially when it's working out, or even some people sometimes forget to eat their meals required. I personally have never struggled with this before because I am a big eater. I always look forward to eating my meals. And so I really do not need a, an alarm on my phone to remind me of when I should eat. My internal hunger signals will tell me when I should eat, which is usually anywhere from about two to three, four hours every single day. So I do not need an alarm. However, I do know a lot of people, especially that aren't big eaters and are trying to like gain more muscle and bulk up, may need to have some reminders on their phone to tell them like, hey, Jonathan, it is time to eat your meal now. It's been two hours or it's been three hours, go get up and eat. I've never related with this because I cannot imagine just like forgetting to eat somehow magically. It's like, no, my body will tell me when it's hungry and when it should eat. But I know everyone's different and some people, again, just do not want to eat or like eating or just simply forget eating, which is quite strange to me, but um, there are people out there. And the last thing here when it comes to managing your time is utilizing commuting time. So if possible, use commuting time for tasks like listening to fitness podcasts or planning meals. So personally, whenever I go on a drive, whether it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, especially if it's in an hour long or longer, I, instead of listening to music, which is nice, but you don't really get a whole lot of value from that other than some uh, quick little dopamine hits. I like to listen to a podcast instead. So it doesn't have to be a specific fitness podcast. I like listening to either business podcasts, Alex Ramosi, I love listening to his stuff. People like Mike Isretel, who has a PhD in exercise science. I love listening to his kind of views on exercise. It's a bit more nitty gritty and scientific, but I personally love listening to that type of stuff. If you enjoy listening to more drama stuff, more whatever may be really, but I really think, and this doesn't have to be fitness related, like I said, but I think it's just a good way to utilize your time a bit more wisely and actually learn something while you're on the go instead of just like mindlessly listening to some music. Of course, there are places and times when I do listen to music, especially like when I'm at the gym, like there's no way I could listen to a informative podcast while I'm in the middle of a hack squats, absolutely destroying my legs. Like, no, that's when I need some heavy metal, some music to kind of get me going. However, when I'm on like a relaxed, long drive, it's like, I do not need to hype myself up to listen to some rap music or heavy metal or pop music, whatever it may be. I could just use that time to learn something instead and listen to a podcast. Prioritization and finding time. So 
Here's the thing, guys. Prioritization means identifying and focusing on the most important tasks. It's literally in the word itself. Prioritization means doing things prior to anything else. Prior. So whenever people tell me like, hey, Conan, so I'm really prioritizing my workouts this week. And I look at your calendar and your day-to-day -day schedule, and I notice you wake up first thing in the morning, you shower, you brush your teeth, you eat breakfast, you go straight to work, after work, you bring your kid to soccer practice, then it's date night with your wife or your girlfriends, and then you hang out with some of your buddies, and then you watch some Netflix, and then you go to the gym. It's like, based on your day-to-day -day schedule, you clearly did not prioritize your workouts. Because if you're leaving it for the end of the day, or even until the middle of your day, clearly it is not your priority. Because if it were to be your priority, you do it prior to anything else, which is why it's called a priority. That is why you prioritize it. Prior. So if you were to really prioritize your workout, you would probably do it first thing in the morning. You wake up, brush your teeth, shower, maybe eat something really quick, and then head over to the gym before you start your day, right? That's what it truly means to prioritize things. However, if you were to prioritize work, then yes, you would wake up first thing, and then you'd shower, brush your teeth, eat breakfast, and then go straight to work, right? So be honest with yourself. Like if you really prioritize something, make sure you actually prioritize it. Don't just tell yourself you prioritize something just to make you feel, just make yourself feel better, and then not actually prioritizing it because that just lacks self-integrity, right? And you want to be a person or a man of his word or a woman of her word. And so don't tell yourself, yeah, I'm prioritizing this, but then realistically speaking, you're not. So don't do that to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Be honest with yourself. So here's how it implies to fitting in exercise. Identify key priorities. So determine which aspects of fitness, whether it's strength training, hypertrophy training, which is muscle building training, cardio or flexibility are most crucial for your workouts. So if you tell me that, hey, Conan, my main goal is to build more muscle, so I'm going to be focusing on hypertrophy training, but the only thing I see you do is hop on a treadmill every single day at the gym for an hour straight, clearly you are not prioritizing hypertrophy training because if you were, you would not be spending as much time on a cardio machine and instead you'd be spending more time in the weight section area, right? There's a reason why marathon runners do not have big legs and that is because they prioritize their cardio, their running over the weights, right? Same thing with bodybuilders. There's a reason why they have big legs, right? Because they prioritize working out, they prioritize training legs, heavy squats, leg presses, lunges, you name it, to build that muscle, right? You don't see them spend hours upon hours on the treadmill doing cardio. They may do some cardio, but they will not make that their priority. They may do it after their workouts, if you're trying to lose weight or whatever, or lose some body fat, but their main priority is muscle building, so they allocate most of their time in the weight training or the weight section. This should be common sense to most you guys, but again, I see this mistake so often. If your goal is mainly cardio, don't spend a bunch of time doing flexibility stuff, stretching. Like it, it just really should be common, but a lot of people do get this wrong. So whatever your goal is, make sure that aligns with your actual day-to-day -day actions. Second point is use short breaks effectively. Utilize short breaks during the workday for quick exercises or stretches. Even 10 minutes can make a huge difference. And now I'm not saying you guys can like use these 10 minutes to like get a quick workout in. Like I'm totally against quick 10, 15 minutes workouts because realistically speaking, like if you do try to do a 10 or 15 minute workout, well, first of all, it will probably take you 10 or 15 minutes to actually get into the gym. Second of all, it takes you about 15 minutes to actually like warm up your body properly. And then from there, you actually go into your first exercise and start warming up to your actual working sets, right? So that in total could take you about 30 to 45 minutes to begin with. And then from there, you're actually ready to start your workout. So before you even start your 10 minute workouts, it's like you're gonna have to warm up for maybe 30 minutes on average before you even start. So I'm totally not for 
quick 50 minutes workouts at the gym. Like, no, I think it's a stupid waste of time. When you're in the gym, you should um, allow yourself at least an hour to get there, warm up and do the actual workouts and then head out, right? What I'm trying to say here is that use these 10 minutes, whether it's your lunch break or um, coffee break at work, whatever, to just walk around. Because if you work a sedentary job, nine to five, I assume just sit down for the most part on your desk, on your computer, use this time to during your lunch break or quick 15 minute uh, coffee break, not to sit down even more and just aimlessly go on your phone. No, go stand up and walk around a bit, either if it's around the block outside, or if it's just around your office, around your desk, just get up, stretch your legs a bit and walk around. 10 minutes could easily get you an extra thousand steps, which could help you burn an extra few bit of calories. And all of these small little things will definitely add up. If you have two or three breaks at work, you could easily get three to 5,000 steps just by simply walking around a bit more. And um, this will definitely add up to burning a few extra hundred calories throughout the day. So use these breaks effectively if you can. Now, the last point here is leverage transition times. So use transition times between work and personal activities to squeeze in a walk. So let's say you work at nine to five, you get off at five, and then you have date nights at eight o'clock with your wife or girlfriend. Well, you got three hours there to literally allocate some time for your either your workouts or to get some cardio in, get your steps in. I see so many people tell me like, oh, like I'm working a full-time job. I do not have enough time to work out. Yes, you clearly do. Let's say you sleep for eight hours and you work for eight hours. You still got eight hours left to like do your day-to-day -day thing. Let's say commuting takes you about an hour in total. Okay, cool. You still got seven hours left. Okay, let's say you have date night. Let's say you have do it every day, whatever. That'll take you two hours. Okay, cool. You got five hours left there. So instead of you complaining and saying, oh, I don't have enough time and using that time to watch Netflix or just waste time, mindlessly scrolling on your phone, going through TikTok, whatever it may be, you know deep down that you have time. And if it were really to be a priority for you, you would prioritize it and make time for it, right? So oftentimes it's not about the amount of time you have because guys, we all have the same 24 hours, all the million hours, all the bodybuilders, all the people you look up to have the exact same time as you. It isn't about the time, it is about what they prioritize. The people you look up to, the bodybuilders, the millionaires, the businessmen, whatever it is, they prioritize the most or the activities that bring them the most leverage, whether it's working out, working on their business or whatever it may be. So really keep that in mind. Now, here's how you can maximize your productivity. So maximizing productivity is essential for making the most of your time. The first thing I want you guys to focus on is prioritize tasks. Focus on high priority tasks that align with your goals, both in work and fitness. This is super, super important. For example, if you want to get the most bang for the buck when you train your legs, I would 100% focus on the squats. The reason why I love the squats so much is that because it does mainly target your quads, yes. However, it also hits some of your hamstrings, a bit of your glutes, and some of your calves as well, and it indirectly hits your abs and your core too. So instead of having to do five different exercises, so like a leg press or leg extension, a hamstring curl, a hip thrust, a calf raise, and then also some ab work, instead of doing all those five exercises, you can literally replace that with one single exercise and do the squat instead, right? This is like the best bang for the buck kind of like exercise you can do to train your legs and in its entirety, you can do the same thing like the bench press. Instead of having to do three separate exercises for number one, your chest, like a chest fly, your triceps, like a tricep push down, and your front delts for like a front raise, you can literally just do the bench press and hit all three of those muscle groups in one single exercise. So that's a great kind of like illustration of what I mean when I say focus on high priority tasks that align with your goals, right? Both when it comes to fitness and work. I'm sure you guys can find the exact same thing when it comes to like work-related stuff. Instead of doing all these small little mindless tasks that does not lead you to anything focus on like the big main core chunks of work that gets you the most bang for the buck right and now as you do this practice time blocking so allocate specific blocks of time for specific tasks and do not i repeat do not 
multitask. This is the mistake I made in the past so many times before, and I tried doing it again the other day, so I saw this video. It sounds weird, but trust me, it just it was on YouTube. But this guy was um, brushing his teeth while showering at the same time. And I'm like, I never even thought about doing that. So let me try that. So last night, I tried showering while brushing my teeth. And usually on average, it takes me about five minutes to shower. I don't spend a whole lot of time in the shower. I just wash my body and I get out, right? And when it comes to brushing my teeth, it takes me about two to three minutes. However, I was literally in the shower for about 15 to 20 minutes trying to do both. And now clearly that does not make sense, right? Because if I were to multitask properly or if this whole multitasking thing were actually to like be an effective way to do things, I should be able to cut the time in half, right? Or at least save some of the time when I do two things at the same time, right? However, what I notice is that not just with this specific example, but with everything that I do when I multitask is that I actually end up spending a lot more time doing the two things together at the same time because your brain cannot really function doing two things at the same time. I want you guys to imagine like washing your body and then also brushing your teeth at the same time. Like it is like your hands cannot really do that. Like your brain cannot really tell one hand to like brush your teeth and then the other hand to like wash your body, wash your hair. Like it's, just, it's like impossible, right? And so I ended up spending way too much time in the shower when in reality I could have just like, instead of taking like 15 to 20 minutes to try to do both and try to be multitasky, whatever, I could have just taken five minutes to shower, focused 100% of my total effort on doing that, cleaning my body, washing my hair, and then once I'm done with that, I can allocate all of my time towards brushing my teeth. And that would have saved me so much more time instead of me trying to like do both at the same time. This is just one quick example. I could say this about so many other things. I tried listening to a podcast while doing my work and that really did not help. Like my brain started hurting. I was trying to learn something from a podcast while actually doing some deep work. And it's like the two and two definitely do not go hand. Any multitask in general um, just does not work. So do not do that at all. Third thing here is minimize distractions. So identify common distractions and implement strategies to minimize them. This could be turning off notifications or using website blockers. I have my notifications turned off all the time. They've been off um, for the past year now. I do still look on my phone and if I do open my phone, I will see the notifications if I scroll up right, I have an iPhone. And so you're really not missing out on much. If an emergency does happen, even if it does happen, like I want you guys to ask yourself like when realistically and like be honest with yourself, like when really was the last time you had an, like an emergency, like an emergency, someone called you, and it was like something really, really bad, like life or death, right? Like realistically, it's like, yes, I think it's always good to be safe and sorry, 100%, but stuff like this doesn't really ha happen that often. And one cool feature about the iPhone is that if someone tries calling you, I think if it's like three times back to back to back, you will get the notification anyway, despite you being on sleep mode or do not disturb mode, which I think is really cool. And even if something bad were to happen and someone else did have their notifications turned off or in silent mode, you can still choose to send a message and get them to see the notification anyway. Like if it's a real emergency, there are still ways to work around that. But nine out of 10 times, it's not as severe as you think it is. And I want you guys instead to just 100% focus on the task at hand and do not get distracted by these small little dopamine hits of maybe someone liking your picture on Instagram or getting this text message from your Bumble dates, whatever maybe limit all the distractions. You can focus on that once you're done with the task at hand, which is your work or your workout, right? Same thing with your workout. I have my notifications turned off when I work out. I do not need to be scrolling through my Instagram when I work out or going or just doing anything on my phone, really. I simply just have it there to listen to my music and to log my workouts and that's it. All my notifications are turned off when I'm done with my workouts, when I'm done with my work, then I can open up the notifications and um, see what I missed, right? And uh, nine times out of 10, it's literally nothing. So 
Yeah. And last thing here, this may not apply to a lot of people, but when possible, delegate. Delegate tasks at work or enlist help with household chores to free up time for fitness pursuits. A great example of this is that if you simply do not want to prep your own meals or just do not have enough time to prep your meals, which again, we all have enough time, it's all about priorities, but if you genuinely just like hate prepping your own meals, I would highly encourage you to look into a local meal prep delivery service. Most of them are quite affordable and trust me guys, this will save you so much freaking time. And instead of that time of meal prepping, you can simply use that time to work a bit more and make the money back, right? So this is something that you could consider if you do hate meal prepping and just know that the option is there, right? And now last thing here is self-care. Like I said at the beginning of today's presentation, this is something I genuinely do struggle with myself. Like it's really hard for me to like separate my business life with my personal life and then also have some just like me time, right? Because I feel like everything's just all kind of like Mesh, meshed together and it's so hard for me to like or it's really difficult for me to like allow myself to like not think about business not think about like anything else and just like focus on me time right i want you guys to first things first to kind of like get started with this is to define work and personal time so clearly establish when work hours end and personal time begins and when personal time begins avoid checking work emails during that time and same thing with like during your work hours avoid going through like your personal instagram account or through your personal text messages like try to separate the two because it's just going to confuse you and it's just not going to be ideal especially in the long term right and now on top of that i want you guys to communicate expectations so let your colleagues and family members know your availability and when you need uninterrupted time for self-care this kind of goes in hand with like learning to say no so let's say your self-care time is at eight o'clock and at 8 30 one of your colleagues at work wants you to work on a presentation with them don't be afraid to decline that like don't be scared to say like hey sorry man like right now i'm in my personal and my self-care mode right now i'm not in work mode most people should be able to respect that even if it's not like a work-related thing maybe it's like a personal thing someone wants to hang out with you go to a party with you whatever it may be like hey sorry man like right now i'm in my self-care phase like i'm sorry but i need this for myself just for my longevity purpose just for my mental health sake like i said this is something i still struggle with myself but day by day i am making wiser choices to like separate all of this to really focus on my mental health because i've noticed that deeper and deeper i get into not doing this i really just like i just get so much more stressed i'm constantly thinking about certain things and it's just like it's just not it's not productive at all. And so what also really helps with this is establishing a consistent routine. I think routine, like I thrive of a consistent routine. And I think having a routine helps create productability, sorry, predictability and allows for proper planning of self-care activities. Because if you're constantly just like doing things on a fluke, like one day you're doing this, the other day you're doing that, and it's just all so inconsistent every single day, you do not know what tomorrow will bring you that's indirectly gonna cause so much anxiety, so much stress to your life, which you could simply just like not have if you were to simply plan things out ahead of time. Have a to-do list every single day. Know when you clock in at work, know when you clock out, know when you work out, know when you eat your meals, know when you go to sleep, know when you wake up, know all of these things. Once these things are nice and consistent set in place, it just allows for so much more, like I said, predictability. I can't say that word, I'm hang on, sorry. Predictability, there we go. This allows for so much more of that predictability and it just allows for so much like much more stress-free life and who does not want to live a stress-free life because i know i do and know a lot of you guys do as well especially like working a super busy job all the time having all these other personal related stuff going on it's like having a stress-free life is absolutely crucial just for your own mental health sake right and now to conclude all of this together remember 
Finding creative ways to merge work and fitness not only maximizes your time, but also promotes a holistic approach to health and well-being. So hopefully you guys took something out of this presentation, whether it's making sure you're not uh, multitasking all the time or making sure you have a daily to-do list or making sure that you have a consistent schedule routine or having reminders on your phone to make sure that you eat at a specific time or work out at a specific time. Hopefully you got some chunks of value from this presentation. And now with that said, if you guys do have any questions on this, please let me know in the comments down below. And with that said, I'll speak to y'all soon. Peace.